You are listening to The Morning Bliss with Patricia Mandula. When you promised Mandela that his people shall go free Did you tell him they won't grow? Service Delivery Watch Service Delivery Watch this morning. We are joined by um, the mayor, his worship councillor, Samuel Mfeka, who's the mayor of Ndwedwe, local municipality under the Ilembe district in KwaZulu-Natal. Thank you very much for joining us. Good morning, uh, Mayor Mfeka. Uh, good morning, uh, Patricia. Good morning to your listeners, especially the greetings to the people of Ndwedwe. I hope you're all okay. We are well, man. It's a very great honor and privilege to be having this conversation with you. Uh, before we get into the issues of service delivery and some of the projects and challenges that you are facing as a, a local municipality, I'd like to talk about your personal journey, um, purely because I've, I've really followed it uh, from 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 you being a, a ward councillor in uh, in your local vicinity and the work that you did that I got to witness firsthand and now being a mayor. Talk to us about that transition and the impact you've had on your community. Well, thanks very much, Pat. Yeah, it, it hasn't been an, uh, an easy journey. I mean, coming into an institution of a municipality as a young man uh, to become a councillor, uh, obviously leading those uh, one of those uh, poorest communities of rural of India. It's, it's not an easy task. But uh, for the God's grace, we've been able to, to deliver the services to our people. We've been able, we've been able to fight uh, poverty and all other uh, aspects of uh, in all other aspects of life. But I can tell you, the, the, the good thing about it is we, we are always there with our community. So we, we, we've got to understand their needs. We've got to understand what they need from us. And we are able to assist them in every way. The biggest challenge that we are facing I was just listening to a conversation with the doctor just now. And yeah, you see here, we're dealing with a lot of crises in this world, and it, it ends up in our shoulders as, as, as the local leaders, people who live on those words, because those, those challenges the doctor was talking about are within our people, in our communities, where we are serving. So there's a lot expected from us, but we keep on trying day by day. Look, I've I've said um, that I've witnessed you on the ground. I've witnessed you uh, digging up uh, for holes, uh, for 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 pipes that uh, serve water to the community. Um, I've I've seen you witnessed it. Uh, you've rolled up your sleeves. The, uh, it's it's very rare to see servant leadership the way you have been displaying. And I want to say kudos to you, Mayor. However, Mayor, now that you are Mayor. You, you have a bigger chunk to deal with, unlike just being the councillor of a particular ward. And with that bigger chunk, there's always challenges. One of the challenges, and you've mentioned that um, in Duedwe, that um, municipality is a rural community, it's a rural municipality, and a lot of people are into uh, livestock. Livestock theft is uh, quite a big thing. How has this challenge hampered on your uh, you being able to deliver services to your people, assuring them, and also making sure that you curb it in some way or another? 
it has been it has been a, a, a challenge uh, as, a, as as you rightfully mentioned uh, patricia that it's we, we are royal municipality we depend the most on farming and agriculture and now you're mentioning a stock theft uh the other day about two weeks in my municipality we've in, uh, invited uh, the stock staff unit where we had an engagement with with the police in trying to combat this thing but definitely has a, a very uh, a negative impact in in our people's lives i mean day to day you got to hear so much of the stories of the cars the goats being stolen and it's very difficult and you know the reports that we got from uh, the stock staff unit and uh, the, the pound uh, department, I mean the, the agriculture department, uh, who are dealing uh, obviously working hand to hand with Cocta uh, to try and create pounds for these animals so that it's, it's much safer and they are much better. They, they give you such shocking stories. I mean, it's around the Indian every day, almost there's, there's, there's stock theft. And most of people have, honestly, I can tell you, Patricia, have given up funding because it's out of control. And you, you can tell it is syndicated, run very well, very well. And then people who are doing it are well off. I mean, you will hear of a, a car being confiscated after being uh, and a car is being stolen. And you find out that the car is hired in a company for so maybe for over three months. And you really understand that it's not just a, a flyby as people who are doing it. But I can tell you, it's getting bigger and it's getting difficult for us as a small municipality. But yeah, we are working with the, with the, with the authorities, uh, the subs and everybody else to try and combat uh, this crisis and this challenge that you mentioned just now. Now, because the municipality is such um, a, a, a rural municipality and a lot of uh, residents are dependent on uh, things like livestock, uh, yes, you are saying you're working hand in hand with the authorities. Is there enough police presence? Emma Kaya, we don't see such because of the road, the landscape, it's mountainous. Um, but is there enough police presence uh, to, to at least try and, and, and steer away uh, these um, uh, livestock thieves? Well, I'll, 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 I'll be honest with you. It, uh, it, it, it's never enough. I mean, we don't have enough police presence to police us. There's a human being deal with issues of a crime. There is a human being, let alone issue of a staff stopped. You know, so we, we don't really have enough police. I mean, our police stations, I mean, as in we've got only three police stations, which is in the is the police station and Clindale police station. And it's the the, the 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 layout of our municipality is so vast apart that you know when the van moves from the other side, the other one is on the other side. You got a big space that is wide open, which is a playground for criminality activities. Now you you in this police station, you don't even have special targeted units that are dealing with a uh, uh, stock theft. You have to only know the guys. Uh, Peter Marisbeck or from the town to help with the guys when they stop that they are able to open cases we go to the police station case. It has to be transferred to you know, Peter Marisbeck because they don't have enough processes. So I can tell you, not not enough presence. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm also battling a bit there to hear you. However, A-teamers, we're in conversation with the uh, Honourable um, Councillor, Mayor Mfeka.
who is uh, the mayor of Ndwetelo municipalities. If you live in the area, uh, please uh, do let us know what are your service delivery issues or compliments, um, what are your challenges or what are your wins for being a resident in that community. 0614 that is our WhatsApp number. And if you'd like to call in, you can do so on 86 2032 or alternatively sms 41391 sms's are charged at one rand 50 uh, let's take a quick break when we come back we'll speak about some wins truth be told the hollywood bed super league rocks it's double header action on sunday 15 april at 11 a.m university of pretoria's top agenda is to grab three points and move up the log standings but Coal City Wizards have a plan to stop the Varsity Ladies. Then at 3 p.m., Swanee University of Technology are looking for a distinction against Durban Ladies. Meanwhile, the queens from Etaguini are in the capital city to steal the show. The Hollywood Bet Super League doubleheader at 11 a.m. University of Pretoria versus Coal City Wizards. And Swanee University of Technology battles it out with Durban Ladies. Catch both matches live on SABC Sport on DTT Channel 4. Open View 124, also available on sabcsport.com and SABC+. Hashtag we love it here, brought to you by SABC Sport. Celebrate Freedom Month with our movies every Saturday at 6.30pm on SABC2. Harriet, Catch a Fire, Malcolm X, Mandela and de Klaak, and I Am Sam, only on SABC2. The Morning Blizz with Patricia Mandula, Monday to Friday, 3 to 5 a.m. Service Delivery Watch on the Morning Bliss. In conversation with uh, the mayor of uh, Ndwetwe local municipality, which is under the Ilembe district municipality in Guazulu Natal, or uh, Honorable um, Councillor Mthega, and uh, he's just taking us through uh, some of the service delivery issues in, in the, the Ndwetwe municipality. So one of your flagship um, projects since you came into office, Mayor, was that of uh, uh, the ongoing support that you are giving cooperatives and SMMEs. And I know that it's not easy to get people together in rural communities and because of resources and proximity to uh, a bigger uh, metropolitan area towns. But this is something that you have managed to do and give support to uh, a local business. Tell us about what you have done in this flagship project. One of our, uh, I would say, the project that is really close to my heart. I mean, I, I, I strongly believe that our communities can do more better when we are working together. So we we managed to put together a lot of cooperatives and we we sourced a lot of uh, uh, funding for them. I mean, I will make an example. We we, we it is not easy. I mean, getting all 
to, to them, and they all got differences here and there. And you, so for an example, you'll have a cooperative of six, ten people working together and get funded by municipality four or five months down the line. Is already uh, inviting and disagreements, and then you know the co- the corporate starts experiencing uh, problems. But what we've done as a municipality, we have made sure that each and every cooperative that we assist in in getting up and and get going, we we we, we task with deploy one of our employees or our, whether it's interns or whether it's our office officers to make sure they help them with a management because the biggest challenge that the cooperatives have picked up when I came to the municipality. You know, the people we give this support, we always give them sort of funding and other things and then leave them out there, not assist them in terms of management and every other business aspect. So that's what we've been doing. We've made sure that if we give them funding or anything that we've been assisting them with, we're always there by their side to make sure that those businesses are running smooth. And currently, we're assisting a lot of cooperatives and SNMEs. I mean, we're giving them agricultural inputs. We're giving them sewing machines, we're giving them trainings, and we're giving them seeds. All, all, all the, the things that you can think of. I mean, the guys that are doing bakery, we make sure that we sit with them. I mean, we have open bakeries for them. So we, yeah, we're doing quite all right, and I'm quite happy. But the biggest good thing that we're doing is that we make sure we don't just leave them. We are with, with them all the time. What is the criteria for choosing who benefits, uh, who gets the seedlings, who gets the sewing machines uh, from the, the, the municipality? Well, what we do normally, we, we will bring all the SMEs, we will ask them to bring proposals. Well, sometimes you, you will have those people that have so, so much to, uh, potentially and definitely that we use that criteria to see the experience, the commitment. Uh, the kind of the business they've been doing, but we don't really pick up people on the street and say, come and we'll be When people approach us as a SMEs, we start uh, taking them through the training and those who persist and, and get on with our programs, then we reward them with all these uh, benefits. After they have shown us, obviously, the commitment that they are willing to work, they are willing to create job opportunities. That is why when you go through into the town, you will see the mini markets there. We've got our people that we have trained. They are trading there. They are making bread. They are sewing clothes. Uh, there are some of them are even mechanics. So the, the, the criteria that we use is basically making sure that when we take these small SMEs, you know, small business people into trainings, we, 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 we keep them going there until we see that they are committed into the program. Then we start implementing in terms of resources. So clearly people are working in Dwedwe if that is the case and uh, unemployment, you are curbing it bit by bit via these initiatives. In fact, I've got uh, an A-teamer, Sabelo Bukosini. Um, good, good morning, Sabelo. Good morning. Good morning, Sabel. You're an early riser. I'm sure it's because uh, you are in the agriculture space and you're based in Dwedwe. Tell us about how you benefited and, well, tell us about what exactly it is that you do and if you've benefited, how? Uh, yeah, I'm from Dwedwe uh, in what Laven, uh, and Dwedwe uh, municipality. I'm a farmer. Um, doing crop protection uh, and pecari uh, and uh, uh, aquaculture, which is fish farming. And uh, uh, often uh, getting help from uh, from the municipality via my councillor, Mr. Stanley Tetra, 
uh, was uh, very, very helpful to me. And uh, I already got some fencing uh, in my five, uh, five hectares uh, farm. They, all, they fence all that area. And they so the municipality the... funded the fencing, is that what you're saying? Yes, okay, they funded the fencing. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they and they got me the TLP for my to taking my ponds for my fish business, and they they all they they, they funded all that one and uh, and other the mayorship with the same Vega. Look, earlier on, uh, Sabelo, uh, His Worship, uh, Councillor Mfega, was uh, telling us that uh, there's a lot of stock theft that is happening. Um, have you experienced this, and how have you been able to overcome it? A crime is a very uh, big issue in South Africa. Uh, it's not about uh, livestock alone. But as we farmers, we concentrate more on uh, livestock because it's where we get our our daily need by, by livestock. So mm, the high yield of, in, of, of, of profit, I, I suppose. Yes. Uh, uh, but on my side, as I'm doing Picari, I'm saved, but the other my neighbors uh, they are experiencing more of that uh, type of crime because people they can't just carry lightly. So I'm saved on that side. But my other neighbors they do I do have some that experience because there's a lot of crime around of livestock, goats, uh, cattle. We, if we can have some help on that issue, maybe mm. our mayor can do something together with the police. And the, well, well, the mayor did say, uh, as we started our conversation, that he is doing something. And I'm sure with the assistance that you've got of the fencing, it's going to make a change. And perhaps as a community, you need to come together, Sabelo, farmers, and then have a community policing forum, you know, and help the police. Because I can imagine uh, Ward 11 is a bit far from where the police station is currently located in the yes, uh, yes. area. Because I know I'm, I'm from around Ward 8. So oh, okay. it's far. Yes, it's far, yes, Sabelo. Yes. So we need to also stand up. But I'm glad that you shared your testimony with us. Thank you and good luck. I'll come and visit your farm, eh? Okay, you're welcome. Thank you. All right. I've also got Um In fact, yeah, Tabiso Kumete um, on the line. Good morning, Tabiso. Good morning, Patricia. Tabiso, okay, your line is not that grand, but I'm hoping we'll be able to hear each other. You say that you've also been a beneficiary, Tabiso, uh, from this SMME uh, flagship project from the mayor. Tell us about what uh, what benefits you've received. Yes, Patricia, I, I am actually one of the people who have been connected in the municipality in the last couple of years. Firstly, with workspace and, and, and uh, building, Patricia, that I'm looking to. 
Okay, Tabis, I can't hear you. I'm going to take you back to Ben. I can't hear you at all. And let's try and get you on a clearer line uh, so we can hear a bit better. I'm going back to the mayor. Mayor, we've spoken to, um, I mean, uh, Sabelo. Sabelo says from Ward 11 and has given us a great testimony around, you know, the the, the, the ongoing cooperative and SMME agriculture project that you are currently working on. So it seems that there is a lot of impact, positive impact from what Sabelo was uh, telling us C- can you take us through the 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 project where you were working to give homes to needy people especially after the floods devastated kwazulu natal mm, that's, that's 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 quite a, a, a sore part Patrice. but thanks for testimony from uh Savelo. i think it's because he yeah, it's, I think we don't have, we haven't done enough. I think we haven't done enough. As in there. There's a lot to be done uh, to make sure our farmers are okay. But yeah, bit by bit, bit we try. And also to apologize to your, to your listeners with the bad network. I mean, we're living in a rural area, so we experience this with load shading and everything. We would definitely experience these short uh, challenges with network. Oh, definitely, yeah, we are working hard with the Department of Human Settlement. As, as, as in there. a lot of people were affected uh, by, by flood. We've already handed out about 85 houses uh, to over, uh, I mean, or to flood victims. And there's always it is another four projects that are in implemented in stages from human settlement. As you know, that as a local municipality, we did, uh, we don't, we don't do houses, but we're also being helped by the departments and also the generous um, uh, donors that they have come through to our uh, municipality. I mean, there's Colin Mashawani Foundation. They have come through to help us with with some houses for other people, we've got Sugumasaki houses. So, yeah, we're making an impact. We have, it hasn't been enough. I mean, a lot of our people were affected, Patricia, I can tell you. Uh, April uh, 22, it was a disaster when we had that uh, that, that storm that affected KwaZulu uh, Natal. But, yeah, slowly by slowly, we're getting there. Houses have been given to people. We've got four projects that have been approved uh, for implementation in this financial year. Uh, already, there's a lot of houses going to, but obviously the temporal shelters we created, and what we did is in it. We didn't take people to uh, into the care centers. What we did after the storm, we said, everybody, we're going to build into their own land. As you know, we are rural. Uh, we're building their, into their own land with temporal shelters. So everybody is almost secured. There's peace that bit and bits of those people who are still left. But yeah, we are trying. We're doing very well, I can tell you. Mayor, how are you doing it, um, especially with the housing, because it seems like you've uh, taken some public-private uh, partnerships to, to, to implement the, this phase of, of accommodation, uh, as opposed to just waiting for your budget for perhaps uh, RTP housing. Don't even mention it. People were laughing at me the other day when I was telling them that my total budget as is, is, is minister, I mean, we're talking about the budget. We are in currently in a budget implementing stage. We're just presenting that trial. To our, to our community. And our APEX and the KPEX is only 275 million in total. And people who laugh at us and say, no, that's not a budget. I said, that is my budget. I'm working the whole municipal KPEX and OPEX. But what we do, with, especially with the public and private uh, partnership, I go out all the way, Patricia. I talk to anybody. I talk to Patricia when I made her on the road. I talk to anybody who I say, look, my people are in challenges. Please come on board, come and assist. So a lot of people. They do listen. We still got good Samaritans out there. That is how we, we've been able to be saved as a municipality. We go out there and speak to everybody that we can uh, speak to. 
and tell them the plight of our people. And people definitely do come on board as it. So, yeah, I think that's the only way I talk. I get paid to talk, Patricia. So that's what I do. <laughs> May, I don't think it's just to talk. You get paid to implement. And uh, <laughs> the, the talking must re- result into some sort of implementation for the betterment definitely. of the people. Um, it seems like we've got uh, Tabi Sokumeto back on the line. Tabi so uh, let's try this one more time. Okay, yes, good morning, Patricia, and good morning to you, Sir Bob Mayor. Good morning. Hi. Okay, go go ahead, Tabi. So tell us how you were assisted. Yes, yes, I, I am. Um, I'm proud to say that I'm actually one of the people who have received help from the municipality uh, in the last couple of years. Firstly, with workspace and not just any building, Patricia, but in Luedo Manufacturers, which is situated next to a shopping complex. It is big, it's beautiful with security day and night, which makes it very comfortable to work in. And I've also received equipment like sewing machines from the municipality as well, from which I've managed to sew school uniforms for, for different local schools and still design clothes for special occasions. And um, I also trained eight women and two males in fashion designing and sewing. Four of them, they work with me in the studio and others are self-employed. So the municipality have not just helped Tabiso Tabiso Creations, but 10 more families as well. And for this, um, I'm actually very grateful to Bob Mayor, Mom Deputy Mayor and, and your staff for contributing in making Tamiso Creations to what it is today. Well, there's still more work to be done on my side, but a lot has been achieved as well. Wow, Tamiso, thank you. Thank you for uh, joining in on this conversation and sharing such a heartfelt testimony. Because clearly, you, through the intervention of the municipality and the mayor, have created employment, created businesses. Kudos to you and strength to your bow. I'm going now to Nompumelelo, who's on the line. Nompumelelo Sabela. Good morning, uh, Nompumelelo. You seem to also have a testimony of your own. Uh, good morning, Patricia, and good morning to the mayor. Yes, um, I was, I am one because it's something that's ongoing. I'm one of the private license beneficiaries. So as the mayor said, Mbeto uh, is a rural area. So our parents cannot afford to be able to give us the ability to uh, do a driver's license. So one of Ingridway municipalities initiatives is giving young people driver's license so that we can have a driver's license. Because as you can see, most uh, job requirements require a driver's license. So by then giving us that opportunity, it means they are giving us an opportunity to be able to uh, meet certain requirements that we wouldn't be able to meet if we were doing it by ourselves. So we are very thankful for to the municipality for giving us this opportunity. Thank you, Nombumelelo, for, for uh, yeah, joining in on the conversation. So you are now driving. Hey, nice girl. <laughs> Maya, we've only got a minute left of our conversation. Uh, tell, tell us quickly about this. Uh, I know there's a, a, a testing station that you've opened up, one of the first in rural areas. But how are young people like Nombumelelo getting driver's licenses? How did this initiative come about? 
Well, we've got uh, the, the youth departments and the devils handled everything that's got to do with the youth. So we, we came up with the initiative and say, look, each and every one of you, let us get some young people to be training to drivers. As President Pemorele had said, congratulations to her, to say it's, it's, it's becoming a, a requirement in every a job application. So we said, look, let us have this initiative, have young people apply and give them driver's license. As you know, it was one of the things that we thought about when we created the DLTC. Where we, why, why having a, t- a testing center and a driving license uh, testing center when we're not going to give it to people for free? Obviously, definitely people are doing it and, and getting paid, but as well, also coming in, assisting young people to get licenses. So this initiative is part of us building our own licensing office. So, yeah, that's what, that's what we're trying, Patricia, to, 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 to drink a, in that bigger cup at least one wow. at a time. Mayor, time is far spent. I wish we had more time. Well done for the work that you're doing. The testimonies that we got from uh, the locals at the Ndwetwe um, municipal area have really warmed our hearts. We thank you for your work. And the challenges, let's uh, continue looking at those challenges and how you'll be overcoming them. We thank you for your time. Thank you very much, Patricia. Thank you for hosting us there. Have a great day. Have a good morning. It's a minute after five. It's time for the news. Uh, and Musa is giving you the news. And straight after that, Elvis Preslin with First Take and followed by Stephen Frutas with uh, Sunrise. From us, may goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success. Good morning, Anne.